Hi, everyone. It's Jivana. I just want to come on for a moment and thank our sponsor, Offering Tree. They're an all-in-one, easy-to-use, community-backed business that saves you time, energy, and money as a yoga teacher. Offering Tree allows you to create a website in less than 30 minutes. Plus, you get a discount through Accessible Yoga. Just go to offeringtree.com backslash accessible yoga to get your discount today. Okay, here's our episode. Welcome to the Love of Yoga podcast. I'm your host, Anjali Rao. This podcast explores the teachings of yoga for self and collective transformation. We dive into how spirituality and philosophy can ignite social change. I share conversations with folks who are on the front lines of justice and liberatory movements, thought leaders, change makers, and healers. Welcome to the Love of Yoga podcast. I'm your host, Anjali Rao, and I'm so excited to be back recording uh, live uh, conversations again. Uh, the last few conversations you've listened to with Dr. Tria Blue Vakpa and Dr. Padma Kaimal have uh, were recorded before I left for India. So right now I'm back from a much needed break, traveling in India, meeting family and friends. And I'm, you know, it's with a renewed sense of energy and a roster of fantastic guests that I'm really excited to share with you all to talk about all things yoga. Today we have with us a fabulous yoga teacher, a skillful space holder, Rodrigo Souza. Rodrigo and I both are colleagues and we both serve on the board of directors of Accessible Yoga. I'm always struck with his dedication as a teacher practitioner, his passion for serving his community and insight into the practice of yoga. A brief introduction to Rodrigo. Rodrigo is an adaptive and accessible yoga teacher with experience in teaching yoga to folks who have gone through trauma and disability. He sustained a spinal cord injury after a fall accident and through direct personal experience with traumatic injury and chronic pain, he discovered the need to take charge of his recovery to optimize long-term well-being. And he became a yoga teacher to teach from his own experience, creating Ali Hopa Accessible and Adaptive Virtual Yoga Studio, where he teaches folks with a diverse range of abilities from all over the world. He also teaches for several nonprofits, community centers, and newly injured folks in an active rehabilitation center in Sweden. And he's focused on creating a supportive community for those who have experienced trauma, loss, and disability through adaptive and accessible yoga. Welcome to the podcast, Rodrigo. It is so good to have you here. Thank you so much, Anjali. Thank you uh, for having me. I'm excited to have this conversation with you. Thank you. Well, can we start at the beginning, uh, Rodrigo? What made you start your journey into yoga? Uh, I got introduced to yoga when I was around 25 years old. I used to live in London and uh, I used to work as a DJ and as a bartender. 
And uh, a friend of mine invited me to try Bikram yoga, you know, hot yoga that uh, was very close to my house. And uh, back in the days, I used to work in the hospitality industry and uh, I used to, to drink a lot, do long, long late nights. And uh, I decided to give it a go and uh, I loved it. You know, I used to, to go there, practice for one hour and a half, sweat all the booze I have drunk the weekend before. And I, I was... <laughs> Life was good again. <laughs> Those were the young days, huh? <laughs> that was that was that was the young days for me yeah. back then. The practice was something more physical, right? I used to go, you know, sweat and uh, get healthy. Like you know, my skin used to be really red. The the white of my eyes used to be really whiter, and and uh, you know, I used to drink my carrot juice. Went back home, and you know, was you know, was that was yoga for me back in the days. You know, I, I got introduced through that, you know, as a physical practice. Um, fast forward in time a little bit, I fell in love with a Swedish woman. I moved to Sweden and uh, after two years I was here, I had an accident. As you mentioned, I, I fell from a cliff, I broke my back and I became uh, paraplegic. I'm paralyzed from the chest down. I was lying down in the hospital uh, rehabilitation bed. And after two weeks, I complained to my physiotherapist, Anna that I had a lot of muscle spasticity and pain. And um, Anna told me that she would teach me some stretches that could help me. And uh, I remember that one of those stretches was the one that you pull your knees towards your chest and hold. And once she showed me that, I, I, I told her, Anna, uh, you were teaching me yoga. I know this, <laughs> you know. And uh, because this is this is the pose number fourteen in the Bikram session, you know the wind relief pose. And she smiled at me, and then she left the room. She said, "I don't know if it's yoga, Hodri, but that's gonna help you anyway." And then she left, and I was like, "Wow, I remember how you know how nurturing physically yoga was for me back in the days, right?" And I was like, "Wow, I I'm gonna see if I can uh, practice yoga uh, right now because like I." I was like going through the night, the dark night of the soul, and, I, and uh, I Google. I I I took my arm like out of the bed, and I took my computer that was in the in the bedside table, and then I Google yoga for paraplegics, and then I come across Matthew Sanford, which was practicing and teaching yoga in a wheelchair, you know, and uh, I got in touch with his nonprofit, and they sent me a DVD, and I start incorporated mindfulness and adaptive yoga right after my accident, you know, in, into my habilitation process, which for me was like, you know, yoga for the soul, you know, yoga more what yoga really is. And uh, I've been, I've been practicing since then. And, you know, was something very like a, a, a gift that I, I found because uh, it has, it has changed my life for the, yeah. for the better. Thank you for sharing that, Rodrigo. When did you then start wanting to teach? When did you decide when you wanted to teach it? Well, uh, after 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 my trauma, I came back to life really fast. Uh, after six months, my uh, after six months after my accident, I was uh, I was living by myself. I I was driving. I was working. You know. In a nonprofit with accessibility, it's like uh, I I didn't uh, 
I didn't took a lot of time to process everything, right? And uh, I, I went back to my to my rehab center one day, and uh, my my rehab instructor he he looked at me, and then I was like, Rodrigo, what's going on?" I like I was driving, and then I was like, "Wow, life goes on, man." I <laughs> and uh, he he smiled, and then it's like, "Man, I need to talk to you," and you know he invited me to his office and then he told me that uh, between 150 and 170 folks go through spinal cord injury every year in Sweden and uh, a lot of these people take a lot of time to come back to life you know and some of them they they actually never go back to life you know yeah. they, they even uh, kill themselves and the, the suicide rate in Sweden is, is quite high and then he told me that uh, I, I could help a lot of people if I become a rehab instructor and I, I decided to do it. And I was like, wow, let's do this. And uh, I started working as a role model, uh, as a mentor in the biggest nonprofit uh, active rehabilitation here in Sweden, actually in the whole Scandinavia, a place called Adjective Rehabilitating, where we organize camps, where we train uh, newly injured folks how to come back to life, you know, how to practice sports. We talk about sexuality, power program, you know, bladder management, you know, everything. Mm -hmm. And uh, in one of these camps, I was responsible to um, to get them to to practice, you know, cardio, you know, to get in a better condition. And I remember that I used to take them around, the, you know, the florist and their wheelchairs. You know, I used to do 5K, 6Ks, <laughs> teach them wheelchair techniques and so on. And uh, one of these days a peer of mine, he he complained that he was very tired, Matthias. And uh, I, asked, I asked him, why are you so tired, man? And then he said that he was tired because of the, of the medication he was taking. You know, he was taking medication called baclofen, mm -hmm. which is also relaxant, right? Mm -hmm. And we get a lot of muscle spasticity. And um, instead of relaxing all, only the, the leg muscles, yeah. this medication relaxes all the muscles, so you get a lot of fatigue out of it. And uh, without any pretension or anything, I just say to him, listen, Matthias, I've been practicing adaptive yoga. Uh, I don't take any medication anymore. I'm not saying that, you know, you're going to stop taking medication, but if you incorporate these strategies into your day-to-day, -day, you might reduce your medication. Yeah. So go back to the camp, wait for me, and in the afternoon you come, then I'm going to teach you. Yeah. So my tears went back and, uh, you know, he spread the love. And in the afternoon, I had about, I don't know, 12, 13 people came to me. I said, Rodrigo, show us this back off and stretch. What is this? Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, okay, cool. I was like, we're going to do this then. I, I, I asked the, the physiotherapist students to help me out. We set up some futons, those thick mattress on the floor. And I, I took like a four quadriplegics out of the chair. I laid them in front of me with one assistant each. And then I closed the circle with like five or six uh, paraplegics, right? Uh, folks that were paralyzed from the chest or from the waist around me. And uh, without being certified or anything, out of an uh, embodied experience, I taught my first ever yoga class. Mm -hmm. I remember that. Right out out of the uh, after the centering, Anjali, I when everything got quiet, I remember this tremendous amount of grief 
you know, collective grief that we experience in that room. And uh, I saw a lot of beauty there too, right? I saw a lot of uh, hope. I remember that uh, we put the, the quadriplegics back to the wheelchair afterwards, and uh, and some of them came to me and say, Rodrigo, that was the first time that I was in my body since my accident. That was safe in my body. I I remember that I I was very sensitive. I'm still am, and uh, I went to the bathroom. I was like, okay, 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 thank you, thank you. I went to the bathroom. Then I started crying. Yeah, because like until that point, I I was used to get people dancing and I used to get people drunk, but I never got the chance to get people to feel good about the situation, right? And I could not turn back what has been given to me after that day. I I I, I called my mother straight away and I said, Mom, I need to become a yoga teacher. Mm. I'm going to educate myself. I felt this tremendous sense of purpose. But at mm. the same time, Anjali, I feel this tremendous amount of responsibility mm. because I was lucky to incorporate mindfulness and adaptive yoga into my habilitation process. A lot of people that has gone through trauma, that are going through trauma, as big as spinal cord injury, they are being treated with drugs, with antidepressants, with opioids. Yeah. You know, they, they don't even dream that yoga is for them. They don't even dream the power and yeah. the benefits that the practice has for them, right? Yeah. So it's like, it's something that has been given to me. I need to change this. And I need to do something about it. Yeah. And it, it became a passion of mine. I've been breathing and, and, and living adaptive yoga for the past three years. You know, I, I wake up and, 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 I, and I go to sleep with adaptive yoga in my mind. <laughs> oh, that's wonderful. Yeah. And, 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 you know, thank you. Thank you for sharing that. It is so, you know, real what you're sharing. And it's, uh, uh, I, I relate to so much of what you're say, saying because I, I know, I don't know whether you know, I'm a cancer survivor. So when I first went into my yoga class, uh, asana class, um, after my surgery, the the experience that I felt of being reconnected to my physical body was so immense and I went to my teacher and I said I want to teach this and I want to share this with people who have gone through or who are going through cancer so I do get um, the renewed sense of purpose that comes after such a traumatic experience and connecting to people who who are going through similar lived experiences I think that that I completely empathize and connect and commend you uh, for something that you have transformed and you you continue to transform a lived experience that is deep deeply traumatic to empower and be with and support other people. So I I thank you so much for sharing that. I appreciate that. Um, who are your inspirations? When I mean, you mentioned Matthew Stanford. So, tell, could you share some of your inspirations as a new teacher? What was your experience as a new yoga teacher? Yeah, uh, when when we become paralyzed, Anjali, uh, you know, we don't know what we're gonna do in our lives, right? Yeah. 
uh, I remember that uh, waking up uh, after my accident and I got told that I never would walk again and I couldn't even put my socks on. So uh, you you will start looking for role models, you know, you see like paraplegics who has become a father and then we start thinking, wow, I can be, I can be a father, I can yeah. still be a father. Like you see paraplegics traveling or, you yeah. know, folks in a wheelchair, you know, you look for representativity. Representativity yeah. is so powerful. Absolutely. And when I found Matthew Stanford, was just like was a being of lights because like I saw him teaching I saw and I saw him practicing and uh and uh funnily enough his injury is like one vertebrae lower than mine I broke the the third thoracic vertebrae I'm t3 mm -hmm. and his injury is like t4 so like even our injury is very similar yeah and uh I study with him afterwards after I decided to become a teacher uh I, I studied, like, uh, I took his adaptive yoga workshops. And uh, I could see, like, uh, you know, he helped me move from that uh, physicality of the practice mm -hmm. to a more uh, subtle, you know, powerful, like, uh, sensation-based, like, embodied mm -hmm. experience, mm -hmm. which, like, open, open, opened my eyes. Mm -hmm. Another teacher that uh, I, I, I mention all the time as well that has influenced me so much is uh, Giovanna Heyman. Our, our our friend because like i remember that uh, i took the first uh, accessible yoga training in in the covid in 2020 like three years ago yeah and it went online the first the first cohort online i took it and uh wow i was just like can we really do that it's like yeah. you know can we you know because uh, even though I was studying with Matthew Sanford and taking courses and 200 hours YTTs and so on, my mind was very, very rigid, you know. Mm. And Jiva like just took me outside the box and I said, "Well, yeah, you can, you can teach in bed. You can move your students. You can, you can give them agency. You know, you know, you can, you can invite them to the practice." It's like it was just amazing so like uh these two are my are my you know go-to resources and my like my my mentors my you know yeah. and i i'm very privileged to have been educated by both of them yeah and we are so we are so uh, honored and thrilled for you to be a part of the board of directors and share your experience and your brilliance with us uh with the community so appreciate your being a part of the whole process behind the scenes of accessible yoga it's a pleasure hi everyone i just want to pop in here really quick and remind you about our sponsor offering tree as yoga teachers we are our own business managers website designers and producers it's a lot and Offering Tree offers an all-in-one platform that makes it easy to succeed while we're doing all the things. And I'd just like to say that through this partnership with the Love of Yoga podcast, Offering Tree has shown that it's committed to supporting accessibility and equity in the yoga world. Offering Tree is a public benefit corporation, and they're driven by a mission of wellness accessibility, which we share with them at Accessible Yoga. As an Offering Tree user, you'll get uh, to join a supportive educational community and you'll also get free webinars with top experts in wellness and entrepreneurship. And of course, you get a discount. So go to offeringtree.com backslash accessible yoga to learn more and to get your discount. Okay, let's go back to the episode.
what is uh who are some of your like i remember when we first when you first start teaching what are some of your unforgettable moments because they still are very fresh in my mm-hmm. mind right what, what did you what do you learn when you go to teach one thing that uh i like about teaching yoga is that you know i it's something that i give and receive at the same time you know uh, teaching yoga supports me you know it makes me feel like connected to to a deep sense of purpose so even when uh i deal with chronic pain a lot so like even when i am with pain you know i always feel uplifted after teaching you know in fact uh i get a lot of relief from teaching and uh i provide a lot of uh, you know relief from my students as well so is is something that you know, it's very nurturing for me and for them at the same time. And uh, one good example of this uh, was one of my students. He is a quadriplegic. He has a a C6 uh, cervical injury. So he doesn't have hand control and he doesn't have any trunk control. And uh, we've been um, practicing together. He has been taking like one-on-one classes with me for the past one year and two or three months mm-hmm. and uh and now he's able to to pet his dog from his wheelchair Oof. and uh you know for a lot of folks that is nothing but it's like no, you know, it's huge honestly this is so huge i know and that's like you know i i went I went to a stroll after that, and then my mother called me. Uh, called me, and then I was like, "Mom, like I am the happiest guy in the planet right now because my, you know, my student just sent me this picture. You know, it's, yeah. it's like he has been injured for like, you know, several years, and you know, mm. through the practice, you know, he got to he got to to live a more, you know, uh, fulfilling life. You know, his quality mm-hmm. of life has gone up. You know, he he has a better trunk control. He lives. Mm-hmm a more conscious you know life and 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 that for me is priceless you know mm. and i get and i get some some little examples you know here and there you know in my dms almost like every day i i yeah. have some coming in and you know rodrigo you've been inspiring me like yeah. um for example i've been teaching i've been teaching uh, uh yoga yoga teachers how to make the 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 offerings more accessible to these populations and I have folks that are teaching uh, disabled folks adaptive yoga in northeast Brazil, in the middle of nowhere, inside the church. <laughs> yeah. And just like that fills my my heart with joy. You know, it 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 just fills my you know uh, my work with like hope and energy. Like like I'm I'm doing the right thing. I'm going the right direction. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. And uh, I want to like take take the conversation to what you said about um, representation. In a very uh, ableist yoga world that we live in, I think representation is representation of all abilities is the most important way to um, disrupt ableism in the in the yoga spaces and modern yoga. So how would you um, recommend people to encourage 
people of all abilities to come to a yoga class? What are some of the things that we can do to support uh, people with disabilities? The first thing is to educate yourself. Yeah. You know, we need to break the narrative, what was taught us, what yeah. was conditioned to us, what yoga is in the West, especially. Yeah. You know, we need to we need to take trainings, you know, like the ones accessible yoga is offering. You know, we need to educate ourselves and and practice a little bit of satya, uh, satya and you know, truthfulness, like to the practice. And it's Vadhyaya as well. It's like never stop studying, you know, and and uh and karma yoga as well, seven, mm. right? And uh because once you realize that yoga is actually truly for for everyone, not just you know for the papers yeah. to show off like a performatic yeah. practice, right. Right. you can you can go out there and make yourself, you know, available to to be of service, you know, to, to -hmm. other people. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. So, uh, Swadhyaya to continue to study, to, uh, be truthful about, uh, what your abilities are as a teacher, I think, and, uh, to, uh, also, you know, uplift, I think people with, uh, disabilities as teachers yeah. I think you know I think that is really important um, big part of our work is to advocate for teachers with varied lived experiences mm. um, so I think that that I think is also very important and also to share you know I've been seeing your pictures on Instagram about your travel to Japan uh, is this some of those are really really wonderful to see uh, you traveling everywhere to the temple to the and I see you practicing yoga everywhere outside and it's so wonderful and it makes me want to go and uh, practice it outside um can you tell us some more experiences about about your traveling in Japan what was it like how was it like to teach is it different is it the same yeah it was it was like a magical experience and uh, yes, I like to practice half and sun salutations everywhere. <laughs> yeah, I love it. I absolutely love it. Uh, yeah, I I I got invited to you know uh, to teach and to and to and to give a lecture about accessible yoga in Osaka University, mm-hmm. and uh, was like a, a beautiful experience because I got to to lecture to to doctors and caregivers and. And uh, you know, I always, I always like uh, find it very interesting when I talk to you know to the medical model, let's say you know, because I, I'm not complaining about the medical model, but no, like, we can uh, complain. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> like uh, most of the time, I see them treating the patient like you know a mechanic treats a car kind of thing, and mm. you know, it felt good for me to to actually you know invite them to to have a look at, at, at where, where we are now and you know offer them a more holistic approach a more humanistic approach to you know towards towards a human who who has been to trauma mm-hmm. and uh after the lecture i i i hold like a, an accessible class as well a seated accessible class and i had a very a very nice feedback afterwards and everyone was like saying that uh, i i opened a 
the horizons when it comes to to yoga and you know how powerful it can be how wonderful so, yeah it's it's um it's something very um very very nice that happened you know especially mm -hmm. afterwards that you know i could see that folks would 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 uh, would take this inspiration and incorporate adaptive yoga into community centers rehab centers hospitals yeah. and and so on right absolutely i mean yoga big, yoga big part of yoga is about the therapeutic applications of yoga which um you know which always was there it was not like something that was that's been created in the modern world yoga yeah. was also meant to be a therapeutic thing so um i'm so glad that you advocated for yoga as a a, a supplementary thing to offer for people who are going through all kinds of trauma right now yeah what what is uh, what are some of the things that you're looking forward to in the coming year uh i am i am looking forward anjali to write a book yes i really nice. want to write the book yeah i i think you should absolutely <laughs> write a book i think i will good for you <laughs> yeah 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 i am like uh i am in the process now because i am like one man bands and my yoga you know enterprise so mm. i am organizing and uh you know and sometimes to to live with spinal cord injuries is a full-time job so i am i've got so much on my plate now and i'm trying yeah. to organize everything this year so in the next couple of years or so i can i can get it done but uh, i also would like to educate myself and you know offer offer like uh, accessible yoga trainings around the world and uh, you know and uh, i am looking for you know building a community of uh, disabled folks you know who, who 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 actually want to 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 become yoga teachers themselves and yeah. you know talking about representativity again and you know and and get themselves out there you know i think it's so important absolutely yeah well i'm cheering you on i really think you'll be a fantastic um writer and your voice needs to be out there uh, i personally have so many people i have at least two people who are on wheelchairs uh in mm -hmm. my immediate family so um i always point them to what you do on uh, and encourage them to take classes from you so you. i'm looking forward to reading your book and what would be the ways in which you nurture yourself it's like you said it's sometimes hard it's challenging to hold space for people experiencing grief in mm. you know and uh, how would you what what do you what are some of your self care practices and rituals yeah uh as i deal with neuropathic pain which is chronic pain i've got pain all the time basically and mm. uh, i need to be very aware of my stamina levels and mm. my pain levels so i i don't have like a one go to practice like you know i don't say to myself okay now you're going to practice yeah i'm actually living it you know i wake up in the morning and i i wake up really stiff yeah and uh so i do a, a cheeky 15 minute practice in beds and then i move to my wheelchair and then after 3 hours in the chair i do another you know cheeky you know 
the, uh, open my spine in the six directions or cat calls or anything that would help me, you know, some pressure release. After lunch, I, you know, I lie down, I do like a, a yoga nidra, 30 minutes plus stretch. You know, I'm very aware of like, okay, Rodrigo, now is now it's self-care, self-love time. Okay, stop yeah. a little bit, you know. Yeah, yeah. Okay, Rodrigo, now it's like, you know, it's enough. Okay, so yeah. I, 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 I go like very, very aware throughout my day with like chunks of work, chunks of self-care, chunks of work, chunks of self self-care. And you know, I, I practice about five or six times a day, but yeah. not like continuously, just like yeah. short, 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 yeah. short practice. I That's, also yeah, yeah. I, I, I also like to to practice gratefulness and uh, and mindfulness as well. I'm always, you know, when I found myself anxious and you know, I always have like deep and long and soft exhalations and you know i'm always coming back to the breath you know looking around naming things that i'm grateful for mm -hmm. it's very easy to to feel sorry for yourself sometimes and to compare yourselves and feel that life's not good enough and i always try to bring myself back and you know look to the bright side mm -hmm. yeah all very wise practices um, yeah. Thank you for sharing that. And I, I'm a big proponent of um, having these smaller breaks through the day so that we are always coming back to our own sense of center. Mm. Um, I think that that to me makes more sense even for the lifestyle that I live. And um, yeah, so I, I, I'm with you on that. Any other last messages for our listeners anything that you want to share yes i want to uh i want to invite yoga teachers uh to educate themselves and to you know learn a little bit about ableism about, about inclusive language mm -hmm. about chair yoga you know how to create variations of asanas and go out there you know print a flyer put your beautiful face on it and, you know, go to a physiotherapist's office, rehab mm -hmm. centers, community house. There's over 1 billion folks with disabilities out there. So it's like, I'm sure there is a nonprofit in your neighborhood and teach, you know, serve this population. We need it. We are in needs. I think that we are the one that needs yoga the most and we are the one that gets yoga the least. Yep. And, uh, if you want to make your career uh, more purposeful and and you know get that i call it like the long last joy and sustainable happiness you know when you you help others but at the same time you help yourself and mm -hmm. then you help yourself and at the same time you help you help others mm -hmm. it's a beautiful it's a beautiful work meaningful mm -hmm. work you know yes. so i i put out there invite you all to at least once a, a week, you know, go out there and, and teach and get to me. And, you know, you're going to see that, you know, how, how you become a better home, uh, a better human after that, you know, just yeah. to, to be able to serve, to be of service. Absolutely. Absolutely. And for our listeners, you can, um, you, you learn from Rodrigo, you can you know, take a look at his offerings on, uh, on his Instagram, social media, uh, and a web page, right? Uh, yes. what, by the way, I always wanted to ask you, what does Ali Hopa Yoga mean? 
Alihopa is my favorite Swedish word. It means everyone. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Uh, everyone. <laughs> I think that's a beautiful name. I always wanted to ask you that. So um, thank you for sharing. Thank you for sharing your heart with us, your uh, advocacy, your work, your experiences. I'm really privileged and honored to be with you in, in shared community at, in the, on the board and in the world that we are co-creating together. So thank you so much, Rodrigo. Thank you, Anjali. Thanks for having me. And thank you for everyone that took the time to listen to this podcast. I send you all love. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Love of Yoga podcast, an offering from Accessible Yoga Association. Please support our work by becoming an ambassador or by visiting our online studio at accessibleyoga.org.